the Abstract Athlete Podcast, where art and sports collide. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Abstract Athlete Podcast. This is our last episode of Season 7, but we have some exciting episodes brewing for Season 8, so please stay tuned. Make sure to stop by our website, theabstractathlete.com and beginagaintoys.com for news, updates, and our new product line. Remember to listen to the other podcasts on the Abstract Athlete Network, the Abstract Doctors Podcast, and the Abstract Veterans Podcast. And remember, if you have any questions or comments, please send it to info at theabstractathlete.com. Really, really super pumped about the podcast today as I get to speak with current Master of Arts student, artist, and world champion kickboxer in both the WACO, the W-A-K-O, and the E-C-N-E-C-E Infusion Series, Milana Bier Logerlich. Make sure to follow Milana on Instagram at M-I-L-A-N-A underscore B-J-E-L-O-G-R-L-I-C. And definitely keep an eye out for her on in the kickboxing world because I think she's about ready to start dominating, if she already isn't already. Anyways, let's welcome Milana Bier-Logerlich. Okay, I'll get it, I will get it correct in the intro, I promise. But <laughs> Well, thank you for doing this. Like, this is, you know, I, it's one of those things where I saw you'd been like, um, on our Instagram and liking stuff. And I checked out your, your, um, profile and you're exactly who we want to talk to because you're in the world that we talk about being your champion kickboxer, which is badass for one. Um, and you're getting your master's degree in art and with the, um, your your thesis is on focused on the conversion of art and martial arts is that correct yeah it's actually a connection between martial arts and arts yeah. uh no but it's like it's oh, actually as every master thesis is progressing is progressing <laughs> this one too so it's like more as a sociological approach of notion of pain in different like in martial arts and arts, but I will focus now because it's very broad. I will focus like between martial arts and performance arts. Oh, cool. Art. I love performance art, even though I never been doing nothing about performance. I, I will try it. And, but yeah, that that's the, I will make, I want to make the connection between martial arts and arts, but I have to find a approach and a way. So it, well, it's continue. We'll continue. Con by the way, I've already started recording. Um, we'll, we'll we'll continue to talk because, like, I mean, after even after this podcast, because that's we're we're all about this kind of collision of sports and art and how really truly, which it sounds like what you're doing, there is connections, whether it's physical, whether it's mental, whether it's psychological, physiological, and. That, that uh, that's actually what I've been doing all my life. That's why when I came, because I, I, I played piano all my life and I studied um, classical music. 
And then meanwhile, I played tennis as well. Then meanwhile, I was always into sports. I got into conservatory music and I was like, I tried kickboxing. <laughs> and it, it really was revealing for me because I have some anxiety, stage fright, like, and it really was like totally opposite. I don't think about that. You go to training and bit by bit, I really like it. And since like last seven years now, no, sorry, six years I've been doing this. I've been like, well, when I came to this uh, uh, master's thesis, I was like, okay, I'm going to write about this because this is my whole life. So let's do just like storytelling. And it was a, it's it's very good idea and it's a good subject. But when you put it into work and even start looking for a lit literature, it's like, okay, it's not going to be this easy as I plan it's gonna fluctuate a bit but yeah I'm actually now working on that uh, phenomenological approach of the notion of pain yep. like sociological in different cultures which which is true like mind-body dualism which is so weird because I was always into like that mind mind is the master this and I lately never been listening to my body <laughs> And I think that cost me some some things. And just in this phase, I am working on uh, like a connect connection between my mind and body. And honestly, at least more body in this very moment of life for everything. And I'm just reading my literature about like mind body dualism and how it's so different. I was like, okay, everything that's coming to me, it's for me, just not you know. So I, I'm excited. It's. I, I think it's awesome because again, like your trajectory is so interesting where you were studying classical piano, playing piano, and then got, how did you get, I mean, you played sports, like you said, you played tennis, but kickboxing is definitely like a different, like a different thing. And I want to know, like, are you like, you're a, th you're three time world champion, like yeah. two two separate organizations, the Waco, sure. so, which is yeah, Waco Amateur, and yeah. uh, now here in Fusion is in Fusion when I moved to Netherlands. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't uh, really know how to explain. <laughs> I just like all my, there is a lot of uh, for me connection between piano and kickboxing. It's about the discipline. And you know, it's you have to really love it, but it's painful. And you have to give up a lot, a lot of things. And it's lonely. It's lonely path. <laughs> it's so lonely. People who love to be alone, definitely both. So both. Right here, right here. I'm totally fine with it. <laughs> yeah. And loners. And uh, I don't know. I always wanted to, I was always attracted to that boxing, kickboxing. Never tried it because, okay, piano this this and once I got into the conservatory of music I don't know I stopped with tennis I was bored I've been playing for seven years I don't know I, I gained weight as every girl and I was like okay I just need something I'm gonna do this kickboxing boxing in 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 those time it was like 2015 only it was um, models were doing like boxing that was famous now. I was like I'm gonna, I want to be like Adriana Lima and I just like google it like kickboxing in the area where i live in serbia belgrade and just like the first gym that went out i went there and that's how it started it's where it's very simple not really really the legend for me i started there i started training i loved it it was good balance between you know my practicing piano and training session 
I wanted to do to try a fight, a fight after six months. And that was the moment I was like, I even know I, I remember getting out of the ring. I was like, oh my God, this was so awesome. <laughs> 19 years I've been like living my life. This is it, music is because it is piano, it is my passion and classical music, it's really is. And I was thinking that's it, because since the very beginning I was really attracted to it. But after 19 years, I was like, okay. This is not just it, there is more. So that, that's the, the moment I remember. So that's how I started bit by bit. And I got a lot of opportunities. I went to Thailand, to training camps. That was a, a big game changer for me because there I was like training one month, like crazy. Few, like for one month, two, three years, like, three, like uh, two years in a row I've been in February. And I was just like training, training. That was a big experience for me. And I think that was a big game changer in my, like, uh, I don't know, bit by bit. I just like, the more I was in the sport, the more I was getting better and better in it. And like, uh, just fighting, losing, winning, uh, uh, getting lessons for it, even for life. You know, I always uh, end the phase of my life with a fight. <laughs> After the fight, okay, and then I was like, okay, this is what happened. This is why it was this. This was the process. I don't know. I just like when it was Corona and it was like so tough for our athletes. I was sure everyone passing the same thing because you needed that moment when you train and you just do this. Even you lose or you fail, you just know what happened because you're there exposed and you can, you know, grow and continue moving forward. So that's how I'm like here I am now. I don't know. <laughs> No, it's, I, I think it's awesome to like that you found like this passion like that's also attached to another passion and you can actually really see the relationships of the two i i guess like are you like so you're strictly in kickboxing now and again like you like it's crazy like you're a three-time champion like two championships in the waka which is the world association of kickboxing okay, yeah it's actually okay. first was european okay it was european world world so yeah in uh, first i started as amateur in serbia it's uh, kickboxing in serbia is very well developed there is a lot of organization even during the corona maybe 2026 months seven we were closed after that uh, we just continued. There is a lot of organization, a lot of people fighting, a lot of good fighters. And our national team is very strong. And we have the strong tradition, like you're a national team going fighter with this, fighting for this amateur organization, which is like seven, eight days last. You have to fight qualifications. You fight every day, depends on how many fighters there are in your category. So five fights, cutting weight, friends from national team, preparation. So that's how I started. And I think it's really important for every fighter to just like start with amateur fights because you need experience it's easy to go professional but because in, when you go to pro you have to really just uh, fight once in six months prepare only the best you think you know i like this in one tournament in one week i do four fights and that's how you grow in every fight i'm different and try something new I, I fail or i don't but i know where i am so I got to experience it amateur. That was my plan. And then just moved to pro. 
And that was one of the reasons I chose Netherlands to come for my master's thesis. I came last year. I was also there. I'm, I'm grateful to my parents. I was able to choose my university, but I chose good university. <laughs> I was really lucky. I was really lucky, but in different city. It's actually in Rotterdam. Yep. So last year I lived in Rotterdam, but I traveled to Utrecht where I live now. And that's where I trained. It's one of really good gyms. So yeah, that's and then here I wanted to come here, do my master's thesis, go pro because in Netherlands is very also very well developed, but that pro system of fighting very good. I don't know, there is a, a lot of opportunities, so that's why I'm here to train and study, and uh, just finish my master's thesis, and then I don't know, do some. Are you something. you are finishing this semester? Uh, yeah, well, it's uh, like two years. It's two years master's thesis program. Okay. So I did my second. I have some exams for like that's introducing you to social researchers because you have to actually, it's a scientific uh, program because you have to, everything you write, you have to prove. Right. Not just with the literature, but you have to make a hypothesis. This yeah. is the hypothesis that I think ne no one ever, like no one ever wanted to see if there is a connection between martial arts and arts. So I have to also investigate like martial artists, which I know which one I will do, performance artists, artists. And there's a, a lot of different sociological approaches. For, like, yeah, who, are you, who are you thinking of in, in, in performance art? Oh, well, I love Marina <laughs> Brown. She's my... Who is it? I, uh, Marina Bramwich. Oh yeah, very fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know Marina Bramwich. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Plus, oof, I'm so crazy about her. <laughs> really, she's into pain, and she's from Serbia. And I don't know. I read her book three years ago. That's where I started getting interested in performance art. And I would actually do that. If, if you ask me today, would you be in the museum for like 10 hours, whatever, do I was like, I would try it if <laughs> I would Marina Brownwich for sure, 1000%, because it's about endurance yep. and the mental. I, again, it's everything is mental and it's about performance. It's about the pain. It's about like pain as, um, I don't know, potential as a potential that is unexpressed. So I think there's a lot of, a uh, lot, a lot, a lot of connection between performance art and art, especially because everything revolves around performance. And in her book, she also writes how she, you know, her famous, she, she has very famous performance in Momo in New York, artist is present. And she writes how she was preparing for that performance for one year. So in order not to be hungry or not to want you to go to the toilet in those 10 hours sitting, she had to work with NASA to change her inner dialogue system. She really worked hard. You know, she it's really it's really all about performance. And I really, really liked it. And she was actually just recently in Amsterdam. Oh, she was? was she one, just one uh, yeah, one okay. uh, uh, one month ago. Okay. Did she do I, something over there? Did you get to see it? Yeah, she had a performance and okay. she had, I also paid a ticket for her performance. She, she's like doing some opera things, but with other performance artists, which I get to really, really get to see who I will perform, who, who I will just really, uh, with who I will work with. Well, try. 
but yeah she she was doing also some workshops i went to the workshop but there were so many people i couldn't ask a question yeah of course everybody were fighting for my crowd <laughs> and it was nice and just people were just like jumping into each other's world and i was like well yeah. and she the the performance she did at at moma also um jay-z did a video a music video i don't know if you've yeah, seen of course, she's very famous yeah, yeah. she's very famous Picasso and she's even now and everything she 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 does I, I love her she's yeah. so good but she's even old she's like 80 years old yeah. and everybody were asking her like can we be your like i want to be your student we want to be your students but she has like workshops which is like led by her students and I really, I love, I like what she do because all of us can do that. But I, I like the way that you talk about it in terms of, of the, the relationship between kickboxing and endurance and, and kind of the, the pain and, and like the, the, the things that we go through as artists or creative people in relationship to what we go through as athletic people. Like there is, there is like these straight lines from, for me, like that's why we started the abstract athlete is these kind of connections that me and my business partner started seeing in our, you know, our past physical activities and what we do now at, like I'm a, a painter, but I'm also a singer and he's a designer and like just these relationships. And so I love that you're actually really diving into it for a thesis because I, not easy. <laughs> it, it, well, I think it's, it's, it's interesting because like this stuff with it, we've talked about is like people don't want to, like, we always want to put the artists or on one side and the athletes on another side as if they're two separate things. And they're just not, they're so, they're, con really they're so connected. It's, it, and it's all about uh, also the calmness, the, and it's all about like everything. Uh, that's why I say performance. You cannot do everything. You, you're you just going in through your life. It's uh, exposed in your performance. When you're on the stage, where whatever, like it's, it's exposed at all. You're just like exposed. So whatever you're doing, like it's about your integrity in the end. Or maybe it's not. If you're not, if you're not mentally ready, you're never physically prepared. So that's why that your inner dialogue, whatever is happening, I think it's also, I don't know. I look upon a lot of, to know Djokovic, of course. Well, and, that, and, and I think particularly with what, you know, what you were mentioning earlier that, that you're alone when you're a kickboxer, like you obviously have training, you have coaches or whatever, but when you're in the ring, you're alone. And all, like when you're a piano player or like for me as a painter, I'm in my studio by yeah. myself. But there's that vulnerability, like that's something that I think is really, really interesting. Like Marina Abramovich, that vulnerability of her sitting there when people would come up and sit next to her, that the piece at MoMA, there is not just her vulnerability of giving herself, but the vulnerability of what she's accepting to that person. Like for you then, like in, in a relationship, it would be like your opponent, you know, in, in a kickboxing match, that relationship of you as an individual versus another individual, that vulnerability of the two of you in that ring, I think is really interesting. Yeah, I think it's about the energies. Yeah. The energies that, yeah, I don't think it really depends. Even, I always, I don't know, that's why I say tennis. I play tennis. Novak Djokovic is a really big symbol of everything. Of, in of course. We all love him. 
And he's one of my greatest, greatest, I don't know, he's my biggest inspiration. He still is. I love him when he's like closing the arc or crying <laughs> or whatever. And um, he was really my role model, just the way even of thinking, uh, of being and actually acting in sports with your opponents, uh, when you win, when you lose, most importantly, how you approach to your failures or like uh, losses. I think it's a lot about ego. And uh, I think you should, even especially when you lose, when you have a failure or like when you don't pass an exam, whatever, I'm like really just going through that. It's just like a lot about your ego. You have to just like accept it. It's okay. It's okay. It's even sometimes better to lose there and then learn that lesson and win in the bigger tournament or like some bigger things. It's it's not the end of the world because you lose. I've seen a lot of like people in sport, not just in my sport, but in all sports, like acting really, I don't know, bad when they lose. For me, that's worse than the loss. Worse to than to lose is to act really bad when you lose, to cry or whatever. Well, just there's, that, there's a famous there's a famous quote that says you either win or you learn. Yeah, of course. And it, but people have, even when you win, you learn. Absolutely. You should learn. Even when you win, you should. Have. But when you win and when you start winning, you're like, of course, it's different vibe. You're like there, you're getting the But when you lose, you like stop. And then you go through like very small process of like, what bring you to that loss? Like, yeah. okay, so like small, small step, every step. Why? And you know, I think if you go deep inside yourself and be honest, you know. And you know, if you made twice same mistake, that's why I also like it, you just know I it, it's it's everything that's happening in the ring or in the field, whatever. If we say to another sport, in my opinion, is really really depending on you. Yep. Like you cannot say like okay, my uh, I don't know the circumstances were this, my coach wasn't there, I didn't like this. No, like even I think if you're a real closer or cleaner or however you say uh you really like even if the, there is a house on the fire you will get there to you know no one will disturb your mind to win so well I, 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 I come from a baseball world which i don't know if you know baseball at all i know baseball of do you I okay good I, I don't really watch it but uh, <laughs> watch it but i know from american movies yeah no but it's <laughs> it's it's a failure-based sport like in baseball you're, if you're a very, very good hitter, you're failing 70% of the time. And for me, like I always tell my students that I, for me, for me, it's like the, as an artist, as a creative person, I think it's, I think 70% failure is a good thing. Like that's, that's where you let, that's where you grow. That's where you experiment. That's where you do different things and like to keep moving forward. Or you grow, or you just, or sometimes when I have, because now I have like, I can say 51 fights. I remember I have the moments when I'm like the closer, when, you know, they can hit me with everything. I will take my win or whatever I do. Or I have the moments when everything can just like, everything can, you know, go wrong for me. And it's fine. It's just you learn. And that's why I always, when I speak with my parents, how you mature very quickly when you just, you know, after these big experiences, after this big tournament of seven days, I come home, even when I lose or win, I'm not the same person. I'm just not the same. I've had that experience. I 
was out of my comfort zone. I asked myself many times, like, why do I need this in my life uh, or something like that. And then you just move forward. And for me, that's the most important thing. And people who are afraid to lose are like, for me, losers. <laughs> Ding. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not afraid to... Not nope. afraid to look. It happens. We move forward. You know, look at tennis players. So now, the next day, he's he lost the finals. Next week, he's you know the champion of the world. So yep. okay, it's not the same. I always compare it to tennis because that's how my two. You know, I love tennis. I love Novak, and I always say to my colleagues as well, "Come on, look at Novak Djokovic or tennis. You know, he loses now, he wins next week. It's fine." And then my friend told me. Yeah, but tennis players are not getting beaten up. You know, it's not the same. I'm like, yeah, it's not the same. We did not, but it's sport. It's your job. You know, it's you know, you don't get you know, don't get it personal. It's just like a job. But that's how I try to perceive it. Just have approach of that. You know, today I lose, tomorrow I win, or you know, I I fail the exam, then I just go back, study seven days, pass. Yep. You know, that's life. That's how I push to life. I don't think that's a big problem. You know, people who, yeah, that's why I say ego. People who lose and then they lose their lives or whatever in their head. It's really, or get, you know, get really offended how the masses or people just perceive you, of course, when you win or when you lose. But I think you just, just learn and move forward and just like, you know, get into yourself. You know, get over yourself. Just like get over yourself. I'm I'm interested. Like you've mentioned your parents a couple times. Do you like are they um, athletes and artists as well? Because I have this. You know, I I teach here in the United States, but I have a lot of international students because I work with student athletes a lot, and I always you know like I think and I I lived in Paris for four months, and so I I've been to Europe a lot and stuff, and I I think like culturally like Europe. And, you know, like South America, like have they, I don't want to say they accept art in a, in more than we do, but I think that they do. Like, I think that they have more of a relationship with, with art and athletics than, than compared to here. Like in the United States, it's like sports rules the day, but art's kind of like, eh, whatever, you know? And whereas like, I mean, so did, did you like growing up, did you, were you encouraged to do both? Yeah, well, I, I really come from the family where education was important. And no, actually, my parents, they, they all, because we were all, uh, I have like sisters, we were always going to like English courses, French courses, so, like piano, uh, volleyball, basketball, like all, all children, everything. But they let us decide whatever me or my, like whatever I chose. So yeah, my mom was, she finished like economy, but she was always into art, painting, uh, classical art. She really loved it and she knows everything about it, but she was going with me to music school or everything. But I wanted that by myself. My father, on the other hand, he uh, he's a movie producer. Oh, wow. But not, he's not really into art. His art is more like agriculture. But they both love sports. They're sports person, like athletes, both doing sports all their lives, not really into athlete. Uh, and I don't know, I started with, you know, I was very good in uh, athleticism all my life. I learned how to swim when I was two years old alone. 
I was jumping in the pool. We had the pool in our village house, and I had I don't know how to say in English for you know I was two years old. The the you know the floaties. The, yeah? yeah, and I was taking it off, and I was jumping, and everybody was jumping after me like she will die, but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know how to swim when I was. So it was I was two that summer in February. I turned two. So all like my family friends were telling my parents, you should give her into, you know, more professional sports. You will, you know, but I never, I was always like going into one school, high school, like always, you know, of course, uh, grades were important. And, you know, they really, I really studied hard. That's what is incorporated by my parents, but nothing really that I have to study hard. They always teach us that I have to study for myself. So I have to be and be ambitious for myself so I can one day be happy in choosing my career, doing what I love, earn, be independent. But they never really pressure me. They were my father wasn't really happy that I'm going into like music. Because like there is not a lot of, you know, <laughs> good, good, like uh good things, but they were proud. They my father always were telling to his friends and he loves to come home. I play piano. He's having like the dinner, but they never loved it when I was like uh, playing 10 hours a day, you know, Right. when we're running uh, out of the house because I wasn't playing, I was practicing and practicing is playing are two different things. <laughs> so trust me, and I love to play like modern music, like Rachmaninoff and people were like uh, getting out of the house even, but I had very good neighbors. I really had the good neighbors. They were really tolerant. <laughs> yeah and then I started kickboxing then it, my dad was always like come on like now first music now kickboxing you will you can hurt your hands that were the, the beginning comments but they were like I, I gave so much money for your education in music now you're gonna go this and first day it was a joke for them you know when I wanted to go to Thailand yeah I remember they were like okay because there was like some group of my friends from training then when I wanted to go second time, my my father was like, you go second time, now you have exams, you're like second year of your university, like, what are you doing? Like, are you crazy fighting now? They were like really getting crazy over me, but always honestly getting crazy, getting worried, but always in the end, big support, doing whatever I want. Even now, you know, I, I want this. They're like, okay, what you're going to, they sit with me, we talk what I'm going to do with my life, how I'm going to prosper. But they always, always support me. Even now, you know, I wanted to go to Netherlands to do my master's thesis to change a bit. I didn't want to go for classical conservatory of music. I wanted to change to go broader spectrum of culture and arts to have more opportunities, try new things, go like here, like have all my kickboxing story, like uh, the best gym in the world. I want this. So they do support me and believe in me for whatever I want. And uh, yeah, then, yeah, we have all different professions in our family, but the, the support is the most important. Like whatever I choose, of course, they, sometimes they're like, okay, take it slow. Even now, like I spoke to my dad a few days ago, he was like, okay, just take it slow. <laughs> sometimes, you know, sometimes me with myself, I'm just like my ambitions to do everything at the same time. I, I cannot, I can admit it's overwhelming even for me. You know, sometimes you have to chill, you know, take the bigger picture, just step back. You cannot do, you know, two things with integrity and good at the same time. 
Especially no, I, like I, I'm, I'm that's I was wondering like that because you're in a master's degree, which is all consuming. It's like so much, but yet you're still training as a world champion kickboxer. That has to be a lot. I mean, it just has to be. <laughs> That's why we had to move this yes. podcast for one week after. I have to admit, I was like, okay, I totally forgot. It's like I have my ups and downs and uh, it's overwhelming. But in the end, you know, it's grace under pressure. I always remember like why I'm doing this. And I have my diary like, or why I came here. That's the question I always go back to. Like, okay, why I came here. Right. There's some people, they're my parents that supported me financially, emotionally, physically, everything. So there's some people that really invested in me. They really care me. Why I am here? What do I want from this? And like, you know, that's the question I ask myself. And, uh, you know, I really work on myself to get through it. It's not easy, but it's really discipline life not really you know i'm not right now i'm not into like socializing going out like i'm just into doing my work and even though my parents are worried they're telling me now to chill out go out with my friends i'm like okay i'm just gonna focus on this finish this because it's important and the more i'm doing it the, the more i remember okay i love it so much everything sometimes it's just overwhelming to do it at the same time you have a break but coming I, up though soon, or at least from school. Yeah, but I've been through What is interesting, I always say myself, I've been through this. All my life I've been doing two things at the same time. Yep. When, I'm, when I don't have it, I'm in my chaos. So I'm fine. It's just like sometimes it's overwhelming. Sometimes I just need to refocus. It's, I think I came to an agreement with myself that it is possible to do two or three things at the same time just not simultaneous just like okay now i had this tournament okay now i have master thesis to finish i'm gonna do just this just for seven days i'm just gonna focus 100 eat sleep okay train but just like this is going to be my focus and uh that's what i did and i'm just talking with my parents okay now it's so easy now it's so much easier you have just like one thing on your mind and you're just like getting in and now it's easy there is not no worries it's taking (laughs) that it's taking that discipline that you have in each individual thing and bringing it out to the rest like to the whole because that's the way that i am like i i'm i physically work out every day i creatively work out every day i'm an entrepreneur but it's like that time management and trying to keep it together <laughs> yeah and sleeping schedule yep. i really i love my sleeping schedule it's really but it's also not not really sociable no. i just came to the time i i don't know what's your sleeping schedule but i'm 5 a.m for me 5 a.m is like the most important moment in my life and it's not not sustainable routine of course especially for young people when, when i'm in summer i want to you know have social life but whenever I'm like now in my routine, like, okay, school, I have to do this training. I'm always back to, you know, 9, 30, 10 to go to sleep, waking up 4, 35. It's just like the best thing, the best, even the best recovery for your body. And, but also the, those are one of the, you know, routines that doesn't <laughs> really, it was the best to do it while Corona. Well, it was Corona outbreak, you know, that was the best time. And that's when I was doing it. 
But, you know, now and everything, I remember when Corona outbreak stopped, I was like, no, I'm gonna, you know, keep it with my routine now, you know, it's, not, it's so hard, you know, everybody are out, I hear it, and I'm going to sleep. But, yeah, that's that's how you, you know, I think you maintain discipline in small, in small areas of your life, in like small things. And that's how you cooperate. I don't know. I don't think it's all about discipline. Uh, everybody, you know, yeah, talking about that discipline, and it's true. It's about discipline, yeah. But I think a lot is a lot about it, or about um, awareness. When you ask yourself, okay, why? So why I want to wake up tomorrow? Like, what? How that will make me feel? or how that will not make me feel and when you ask yourself and stop doing something instinctively that's when you don't really have that you know discipline i have to discipline you know stiffness strictness about yourself i have to discipline myself around this 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 when you just like get awareness of why you're doing something why i should do this today or not or i don't know that that's what i was going to conclusions these days honestly because i'm always into like making same mistakes and thinking like i'm gonna do everything i can do everything i can but just like gonna make you crazy (laughs) and maybe you're gonna stop just enjoying the process no really like just about the process or what you want to become and what you want to achieve we all have our goals i really think it's the process and but i think also we uh you know just remember to chill or to ask ourselves okay why why do I want this? Uh, like the simple question and just move forward for whatever it's, you're doing. It's simple, but it's, it's the thing that drives us. True. The, yep. True. And it's also, I think uh, life is about ups and downs that sports sports. I think it's important to, you know, everybody do sports, even as professional sports teach you that uh, you win, you lose, uh, you change your groups, you yep. move forward, you pass, you fail, okay, next, you know, it's fine, you learn, you have the experience, you're out of your comfort zone. And I always, I tell to my friends or sisters, if you don't ask yourself, you know, why did I need this in my life? You know, why did I choose this? Then you're not <laughs> doing it right. You know? So I, if I have this moment, I'm like, okay, I'm on the right path. And that's what Marina Brown, which always say for her performances. Yep. So, yeah, I think that's a lot about, I think there is a lot about also the connection, a lot of the adrenaline, a lot of the hype that you get from the pain or relief of the pain or not, not you know, not feeling the pain as you don't feel really nothing in the ring or in the octagon or you do hear nothing, but you hear this. Or, I don't know, It's. I think there is a lot of connection, but I still didn't got all of them. So let's... The Abstract Athlete is sponsored by and in partnership with Begin Again Toys. Begin Again Toys is an eco-friendly and educational toy company focused on sustainable ways to explore and play with a goal to inspire children with stories of innovation, adventure, and good old-fashioned fun. For more information, visit beginagaintoys.com. What, like, are you, like, you're in kickboxing right now, but obviously, like, MMA is such a huge sport. 
in the world. Like it's it's growing like to just insane. Like the UFC in the United States is just gigantic. Is it something? Do you think about that at all? Like that that path? Because that's obviously like your world champion kickboxer. So you have one of the disciplines embedded in the UFC down pretty well, but there's, you know, there's so many other components to that. Is that something like a, a goal or something you've thought about? Yes. It's been something I thought about like recently. Yes. Not before I maybe came to Netherlands. I was always thinking about it. Never really, I don't know, really approach. I know that I had time for it. And since I came to Netherlands, see, after I had this fight with uh, Small Loves, I had the, the fusion title fight with Small Loves. This was the first time ever I even tried them. I realized that I really like it. So <laughs> that, was, uh, that, was, uh, that was, I really got into that fight. It was like just like a short notice fight. I was uh, the replacement. I didn't know nothing. I was just like, okay, get the small gloves. Let's just do it. I wanted to fight. And after that, I was like, okay, I'm amazed. This is totally something different. I want to do this. And then my coach was like, okay, don't do It's better not to do just stand up with small gloves. It's more brutal. It's better just than do MMA. And then a bit, a bit, I did start thinking about MMA, but then you have to start to incorporate a new routine, which is jiu-jitsu and wrestling. And I want to do that. I even have some, a lot of friends from MMA, but I told myself until I finish my master thesis, I'm not going to start nothing new because yeah. as well, so many things at the same time, I will not get my, my goal with integrity. So yeah, I have my goals, <laughs> but I have to finish some of the priorities and then bit by bit. But of course I want, want to try. I think, uh, I think that's the next thing maybe in the next, let's say two, three years. I would keep on like this. First, I have some, yeah, I have to I do something in kickboxing, in uh, pro kickboxing. And then, you know, start with the jujitsu. And then, yeah, let's see what the world will bring you because opportunities are there when you're, you know, everything is open. I want to do it. I want to try, but really press education. And uh, because one more, th yeah, that's the thing I always remember one thing at a time or two. But more things is just not not good. So, do you think? I mean, this is this is this is something I I ask other athletes, uh, you know, about like with playing other sports, for instance. Like for you, like because you played tennis for so long, and one of the big things about tennis, obviously, is balance and footwork. Like, do you think that that benefited you in kickboxing in terms of maybe more balance than well? I guess footwork would would or is it something you've even thought about? interesting <laughs> um, that's why i get paid the big bucks this is the good <laughs> i think uh so listen i played tennis for eight years i was really good then i really stopped and after a long time i played tennis again let's say and after four or five years when i started playing tennis i was like i totally forgot it's even in our family, in our family, like we all play tennis. And during the corona in our like family house, we have like tennis court there. I, I even lost from my uncle. I was like, I lost from everyone. I was like, what is wrong? You know, so I don't know if there is a lot of connection. I honestly think it's very different, but I do recognize the footwork, how it's important in every sport. So I, I actually do practice it and I watch different 
athletes, how they train. And I watch also Novak Djokovic and I incorporate his routines for my, because you can make a connection with everything, especially with, I think, ankles, foot, hips are the most important, um, most important muscles. So you have to, you need it every sport, you need it in every sport in the end, not to get injured. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe there is a connection. I always, even now, but in that moment, I couldn't find a connection. I was like, okay, this is very different. Two different sports. Definitely. Since I'm so bad in this moment, I needed time to, to remember. No, I think so. it's, I think it's interesting. Cause I, you know, for me, I played tennis a lot growing up, but it was the same season as baseball. And so like I chose baseball. No, there is with baseball. Yep. Similar, I mean, there's similar movements, but I also played football and basketball, and I think I love basketball. I, I played volleyball. Do you? Okay, I I've had a couple of volleyball professional volleyball players on the. That, yeah, I was never into actually. I understand group sports. Right. Yeah, I th- I mean, I, I, th- I think it's interesting. Like there there is that that relationship. Like for me, baseball is a team sport, but it's also individual because it's you against a pitcher and that's yeah. like, that's an individual combat. I mean, you know, like for lack of a better way to say yeah, like, like, like this sport is in individual, but it's so much about teamwork. Yep. So the, the even individual sports are so much about the teamwork, but you know, I don't think, I don't like the when even I don't really follow football. I think soccer sport, or football, soccer. <laughs> Soccer, <laughs> football in uh, football yes. in Europe. Yes. I don't like football. The only thing I regret not doing is like athletics. I would be perfect athletic. And even telling my parents, if you get me into professional sports, maybe would we'll be millionaires by now. <laughs> Look at what I did in five years. I made myself so yeah, if you put me into tennis, I would smash them. I and my parents are laughing even now. That's a like insane joke, but I am telling them I would smash everyone in tennis. Just <laughs> I think it's fun. But now we would be billionaires. I was like, you don't know. <laughs> I don't know. UFC MMA is becoming the biggest sport in the world at this point. Yeah. And that's for example, my uh my parents are very worried about it. Just like everything, just not that. Yeah. My dad is even calling that he was very worried that I will go to Netherlands to fight. He's calling small MMA gloves, like ultimate fights, gloves, you know, from the shows yeah. for like a long time ago. And uh, before fighting this fight, send up with MMA gloves. I didn't, tell, it was in the cage and I didn't tell my parents. I just tell them I fight because they never actually watch live. Right. They watch, you know, after they know I won, after know everything is good, then my dad sit and watch. If I lose, you know. So I remember my dad calling me. He was there. Like, I won. It was a very good fight, but it was like blood. This, like, he was worried. He was so worried. He was like, they took his worst nightmare, going to Netherlands to fight with uh, Ultimate Fight Gloves in the cage or in the octagon for them like the girl who plays there for them is like they always worry some someone gonna get hurt someone gonna hurt me but i always tell them you don't you don't know who is your daughter she is <laughs> fine everything is going to be fine like it's fine but yeah they are like every parents in the end every parents yeah yeah, there. My I told my dad that my my goal is to also fight at big organizations. I was like, there, there is, you know, I can get this money for this, and he was like, I don't want that money. I just want you to be healthy and pretty and nice to look your girl. 
It's like fuck her, just like do this amateur. He's like, happy to do this amateur for your national team, it's fine. And and I love to do for my national team, but I'm like, I'm ready also to you know move forward to try new things. And they're very worried. <laughs> in the end, in the end, that's what they're like, okay, good luck, everything going to be fine. You know, they are with me, but they're like why with small gloves or you know right I, of course. I, they're I, just they're being parents they're being parents yeah I even all my family when i came to serbia they were always like okay how are you and they were looking at me like this like so now you're fighting you know because for them they were like even my grandmother from facebook she knows you know all family from facebook <laughs> so this is what you're doing now you have, you have to get off social media apparently <laughs> yeah yeah, no social media, all of my yeah. grandmother commenting me, you know, aunts and this. But they're like, yeah, so for well, me, let's see. In the in, in in like going into the art world, like or, or the art side of you, like is your is your goal to be a teacher? I mean, do you want do you want to be a teacher at some point in time? Is that the end point? Good question. Uh <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, yeah. uh, I suppose in every like art or everything you do in the end, especially like in the arts or even now in this sport is getting like the once you finish your career, you'll become a teacher or whatever. And uh, I see a lot of people even doing it now at the same time. They're like fighting, they're like teaching or like in arts but yeah i don't see myself doing that honestly in this moment from like this like 26 years 26 years old of age i don't see myself i see myself as well as an entrepreneur making a name on myself doing different things uh, i think there's a lot of skills that i will develop and then I want to develop and incorporate even more in what I do and bring, honestly build a legacy and whoever, whatever will bring in life. I don't know, but teaching at this moment, it's not on my radar. There's so many different things. That you want to get in, you want to get into the creative side. You want to start doing performance art yourself. It sounds like that's what I was. Yes. I, I would. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I I never tried it, but I actually uh, last year I did a uh, like internship in Rotterdam one like art gallery, and I really connected with one amazing woman Liv. She she really like she's into performance art and helping performance artists and how you can actually materialize it or like buy it or take it home because in the end as well. <laughs> You know, everything is nice, but who's going to buy it? How going to you live from that? How performance artists live and everything. So she's really into it. And um, I don't know. I also love that art business, how she connects, for example, a lot of art collectioners. There are a lot of people that are, that are you know, into that art business, art management. So I want to learn about that as well, for example. Or... I would love to incorporate more like sports into culture or working in the culture, like because it's important in every culture and how culture can really, uh, I don't know, really, because sports really unites every culture, every country that even politically are not good, but that's, that's what I would love to do. 
there is also woman woman athlete woman business in like women sports yep. uh the in woman art so like uh, there's so many things <laughs> Yeah, I don't too know. many I, things, not enough time. That's it. Yeah, honestly, I also like love languages. Speak English, Spanish, French. I'm into learning Dutch because that's how I will can get the job. In Je parle un petit peu. Je parle <laughs> un petit peu. Je parle français aussi. Right. I studied French and I was bilingual class in my high school. So I'm do I am good with languages, good with communicating people, and I don't see myself with just one profession. And honestly, I don't know if that's good or if my ambition can be overwhelming or that's my parents always tell me they're just worried. I'm going to, you know, talented in so many things, but just keep it, keep it simple or, you know, keep it just focus on one thing. But I never, never succeeded in that. I think for me, like I'm a person that's done a lot of different things over my life. Like I could have been a professional athlete. I'm, you know, I'm an art, a professional artist. I'm a teacher. I'm an entrepreneur. And I really, tr and I'm, and I used to be a rock singer and I really truly loved all of these things. Like, so it's kind of similar to you, but I just, I always think for me and I'm way older than you, but for me, it's always about, I've always wanted to live life, not have life live me. And, and I think it's like, I follow just the the trajectory of where I think I should go. And I'm, I've personally, and I said this to somebody the other day, I've never been happier in my life because I'm, and I'm doing four different things right now. Like I'm, I'm a professional artist. I'm a teacher, I'm an entrepreneur and I'm doing podcasts under the, under the business as well. And it's like, but I love every single one of them. And I don't think any one of them gets diminished by the fact that I'm busy in any other space. Um, it's just, again, it's like trying, trying to find that rhythm of my, my calendar, how, it, you know, how to operate. So, and then again, like you're different, we're different, but I'm just telling you as a person that's done a lot of different things, I just, I, I sitting here talking to you and listening to you, I do think you live life. And I think that that's exciting. I, I think that's exciting, you know? Yeah. In the end, you know, there's some people telling me, my parents as well, uh, but what about, you know, you don't go out, you don't do this. But I was like, it's so easy yep. to live that student life. Oh, I go out, I just like, okay, yes, go out, have fun, meet some very cool, interesting people. I mean, like living 30 minutes from Amsterdam, it's amazing. You really have the opportunity. Like Marina Brown, she came to Amsterdam. I was like, okay, this is like, you know, or some other people that are really for beer hacking. I was into beer hacking. Like I met really, it's like everything is like conspired. Universe is like giving me my answers. So I really, I really, really take my opportunities and I don't want to just like these years of my life, like 25 to 30, I don't want to spend them on just like, you know, I just like every other student that just like, you know, or after just living life like that life happened to to him and just like living or just wake up train at 10 then train at 8 uh, eat this then go out have coffee take a picture like oh you know it's so i don't know i don't want to live that life and i love to live the life yeah that's sometimes overwhelming for me 
and because I want everything, that's what I have to learn. But yeah, I love to really, you know, take every day and, you know, grow into the, per- and, you know, grow into the person I want to become and achieve my goals. That's the most important thing. And, you know, I always say, look, if you want to be successful, that's a lonely ride. It really is. Eagle, eagle ride is a lonely ride. It, and it, I think it's fine. I think I, but that- it's true. I, 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 I'm going to wrap it up almost on that because that's such a beautiful ending, but it's true. Like, and again, like, even though like I can, you know, like last week we were talking and I know you were like stressed out about stuff, but you feel like a very happy, excited person. You feel like you know what you want and it feels like you're nothing's getting in your way. You know, Thank you. and I think that that's like, that's admirable. And it's also just like, for me, it's like, it's exciting to watch. Like, I think that about a lot, a lot of my students, it's like, it's fun for me to watch when somebody really is focused and really understands what they want, you know? But it's also, I think, for a teacher to hard to work with students that you see some things that, you know, and it's, then you have, you know, then it's boring. If you have to work with some people and you know, like, and it's very easy to even in training to see who is like this. If you have a good eyes, you can see really character of a person. Oh yeah. In this one session, and especially in art as well, if you just have good eyes. So it's that's why I don't. That kind of teacher working is also overwhelming, <laughs> and I think it's it's maybe for late my maybe. Later years, let's yeah. say. I've- no, but I, I think you have, and it, you don't have to do it. I, I, I went back to school late. Like I, I could have played baseball in the pros, but I went to college and I was taking stuff in college that I shouldn't have been. And then I quit school for eight years. And in that time I started singing in rock bands and, you know, love that. I'm glad I experienced that. And I still, you know, record music and do different things. But then I went back to school later and, I don't think you have to teach now, but you have, you have that it factor. Like to me, like I can see that, like, and I think it's, (laughs) this is so, so, so so like how to that, but even people, you know, if you look or astrological horoscope, natural chart, they're always saying me, you have a good teaching, you know, I'm a score. I'm a Scorpio. I know everything. So (laughs) I knew that I I, I was about to tell you, are you water inside? I am a water. I am Pisces. Peace. People always know that I'm a Scorpio for some reason. I don't know what that means. My sister, my sister is Scorpio. So it was your birthday. October 24th. I'm I'm oh, like right on the cusp of it. Yep. So yeah. but as you mentioned, I have since I have two sisters, my eldest sister, she has two daughters. And uh, one, like the older one, she plays piano. She's 11. And kind of she, so she started coming to, okay, my parents, while I was there, I was teaching her piano. And I always was telling to my sister, listen, she's going to go to music school. Like, this is what she's going to do. So this is what I chose. She's going to go. And I was always like very hard on them. My sister and her husband. And her husband was like, I want her to play violin. I was like, this is not a discussion, you know. (laughs) And in the end, she really played piano. And she's like, I think third grade. And she called me for like a solfeggio for like musical notes, everything. She called me from like the Viber. So I'm explaining her and I explained her. She really gets it. She's a smart girl and she has some 
she's really like uh, she has absolute absolute sound she can hear perfectly everything and she's into singing I was more into playing, not into singing, but she is into singing, but she plays as well going into competition. So yeah, I have actually my little student. But I'm also, <laughs> See, you're I'm already like, teaching. Oh, yeah. You just didn't know it. <laughs> when I shot the phone, I was like, am I really this good? Because then we communicate. She's like 11 and she has Snapchat and Viber. We communicate and she was like, I got an A. I'm like, Am I this good in teaching? Or she's really <laughs> smart. But it is, I, I think she's really smart. She gets it straight away. I was like, okay, get into the piano. You hear this. So I'm like, I don't know how to explain her something that is really, I should be there. Then I write her, but she really gets it. And then I'm like, am I good? Or she's good. Who is going here? You know? Both. So yeah, Both. Yeah. It's a relationship. It's yeah. a relationship. She's kind of my little student and I'm proud. She goes yeah. to music school. She's third grade. She goes to competitions and she kind of love it. And then she has a problem with some, you know, she calls me. I play for her or whatever, but she's really good. So yeah, I can say I have my little student. She started when she was like one or two. And I decided that I don't know why. <laughs> I was I was into it. even now. My other sister, the Scorpio one, she she has she has a son, which is two years old, and he's going to I don't know how you say it, her like they live in France, and she was like, oh, they there's some they're like offering some classes of judo or this. I was like, oh my god. He's gonna go to judo. <laughs> you like, see, you're influencing your your family. See, yeah, yeah. I'm like telling my sister what they children gonna you know train or going what they're gonna play. Like this is a month, and she's like, okay, and I'm like, okay. So yeah, he's gonna start judo, and I was like, oh, that's amazing. He needs judo. Like, step go. He's two years old. But, you know. That's but awesome. in in that kind, yes, I have some students. So these are my like nephews and nephews. But yeah, but that's other... that's awesome. I mean, that's or my like... colleagues, colleagues from training. We also, you know, as I you said, it's like individual sport. But what I learned from national team or from like when you train in the in the gyms in the big gyms, you're all there to support each other. Yep. It's not individual. It's a support and the motivation and uh, that's kind of teaching as well you know support it's it's psychological there is no good teacher whatever like if he is very good in psychology no yeah yeah and i had some very good teachers i had bad teachers i think it's really important to you know have that and it's hard tasks so i don't know that's my thing it's just not yet just not yet but you have it like i again like just through this, through this, this dialogue today, like this conversation, like I can tell you have, you just have it. Like you have that thing where I think people would connect to you, you know, because I think you have a good, you have a good energy about you where like, I think it's kind of infectious. You're, you're, you know, you're very easy to talk to. And, and I think that that, that's my Gemini ascendant. <laughs> it's it's important. I think it's important. Like when you know, like it's important when you know f that that yeah. that's a skill. It's it's not something that is easy. You I know, for some have. for somebody that's a so called loner. Like I'm I'm the same way. Like I'm totally comfortable being alone. Like when when people are like, oh, you're a loner. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm not. I just I'm comfortable. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. But also on the other side of me. 
I, even in my teenage days, I have the loner days, but I also have the moments, you know, going out, you know, having international friends and, but, uh, and I love that part of me. That's, that I live for my summer vacation. Yep. So, okay, for there my summer, we finish with this, this, I go, you know, vacation, have fun. Don't, don't wake up at five. Come to the Come United to States. Five. Come to the United States and visit. Oh my God, We'll take care of you. We'll take care of you over here. That's a good. <laughs> Actually, I also have, um, I, I have a lot of friends, friends, but they have one really best friend. Uh, she she's she's spices as well we have one day uh, birthday apart so imagine that february every february we don't have like a february birthday we have a birthday week of course but she lives in she lives in italy she lives in milano she studied there her master thesis for luxury management she works in the bottega she also do fitness she's very pro in fitness i she wants to go i be pro and we are planning our trip to usa next summer actually so we are coming. Awesome. We, are we have our visa. So it's it's actually, I assume you're gonna go to New York. Uh of course. And I was about, yeah, uh, we're gonna go like of course we want LA. Yeah, you're all the yeah, still I know we need a plan. <laughs> no, no, just come and just do it. No I plans. can't wait visit united states i will i was last uh, this summer i was actually that's how i got my visa for the world games in very like alabama state oh yeah <laughs> i was in birmingham and that's all i saw <laughs> and it's uh, yeah I, I remember i was in the airport and i saw all this like miami and then i was like okay this is so so close but so far <laughs> But I didn't want to go with, I, I could stay and travel, but why without my best friend? You know, she was no, that would so. be a much better trip. That'll be a Honestly, much better trip. Yeah. So yeah. we have our plan for this summer, like July, August, to see like really that USA is really yep. different from Europe. And I really yes, want it to is. It's very different. Very. It's very, yeah. And I can't wait to experience USA. So, yeah. Well, I'm actually let me let us let me know because I'm on the East Coast. I'm in I'm in Virginia, but I do travel a lot. I, you know, I my business partner lives out in Colorado. I have another business partner that lives in Miami um, and we own land in Montana, which is just beautiful open spaces. Yellowstone is near where we have. land. It's just it's amazing. So you'll have a blast. And so. it, it actually since since then, since we around are planning to come into USA, since then I'm we are I'm meeting people everywhere from the United States. Yeah. So what is interesting that before you you came to me, uh, I actually she sent me the podcast. Oh the, cool. One girl. So I listened to a podcast and then a few days after you sent me a message on Instagram. I was like, if this is not universe, I don't know what it is. Absolutely. <laughs> this kind of situation i was like oh my god i sent her a screenshot I was like this is so weird you just sent me because we are actually she lives we live we do live uh, so we've been best friends like 12 years but now our paths are separated so she lives in italy i live in netherlands all on you know working on their goals but we send each other to good podcasts yep. everything that can really help me grow or we are now into working on our on ourselves and our past, our future. And she sent me your podcast with the, she's like the Avril. It's really about also mind body connection, like following different diets, this, this. And I was like, okay, this is what I needed to hear. 
slow down in that moment. And after that, you send me you send me a, a message on Instagram. I was like, this is so fantastic. <laughs> this meant to be. Meant yeah, it was meant to be. No, I don't believe in circumstances. I do believe in universe and the energy. And even now, like when I was like uh, reading for my literature review and everything that's coming to me, I'm just like, connecting it. Like, okay, this is so weird. I was just like thinking about this and this. Now I read this and it's for my school, but it's all for, for, my, for me, for like my soul in general, because I'm working on myself. So I was like, okay, this is so weird. So I'm writing my master's thesis, but it's about me. It is about me, but it is so deep. Yep. So I'm actually, yeah, I got into that. I was one honestly, uh, one week in the chaos because that's what happened when you try to yep. do multiple things at the same time yep. and expect to be good. Just not, you know, chill. But yeah, you as, as I say, I learned from that. And then I was like, okay, step aside breathe and just do one thing and, and then I got back into that I was like I'm so sorry I totally forgot you know then when there are deadlines this is why I hate the deadlines because they're good <laughs> ones but then they're like okay, when there are deadlines nothing is important anymore just to you know upload the document before yeah. the deadline you know, <laughs> know there is no date there is no time no eat no nothing no parents no telephone no no social media anymore no. <laughs> that's not the first thing i was like okay no social media you nope. know just get off social media that's the first thing but that's actually that's the first thing to focus yep <laughs> just turn off social media yep that's, you know. um last question or comment or do you have any music that you record do you have any like do you ever record yourself playing piano because i i put new music to each episode um, or if you have any friends that would want to donate a song to the podcast, send it to me. Um, otherwise I'll probably fudge some sort of classical music composition. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have my recordings. Okay. I have a deep, uh, yeah, I, when I played piano, I played really, I didn't really have a lot of time to experiment. Right. I was just like getting so much work for my for the program I played with yep. like Rachmaninoff, Beethoven, Bach, yep. Chopin. And I really loved it, but it was really difficult <laughs> in that moment for me. I wasn't really recording. But and in, in this moment of my life, I stepped because as well, I got took really crazy about it. I have that moment in me getting obsessed with something too much that is not good. <laughs> so I also step aside, step back from it. I told myself, okay, I need two years to mature on these some kind of things. And then I will go back to it. So here I don't have piano. I have at my home, not to play. But yeah, I don't have recordings, but I love, I would also love to try DJing or how they yep. put their music into, you know. And I would definitely do it with some classical okay. trance, uh, like some, I don't know the names, but you know, I love the music when it's like, driving you but have some connection with emotion but also no you know yeah. but that's what i would love to you know that's contemporary i'll DJ. i'll, I'll come up with something then i'll come up with it'll yeah but something like yeah with classical and i always change classical i'm gonna say i'm gonna write down classical trance and we'll see what happens. Yeah, or uh, what I like, but I always say like, don't don't say I'm a psychopath if I show you my playlist for running on SoundCloud. Oh, 
It's like I'm not a psychopath. I just like run at 5 a.m. and yeah. I need some music, you know, to I'm... put in this month. It's uh, usually some movie tracks, movie battlefield tracks. Yeah. I love it, like just like um, you know, some deep, deep, deep beats yep. that just turn something in me. I have that, and I have other. I don't know. Yep. I really change my. I listen to everything except rock and reggae. Rock. I just don't get it. <laughs> but, but but it's fine. It's just like that. I, it's not that I don't like it because without music, I would die. Yep. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, there is nothing that can stop me to go out and run at 5 a.m. Like, you know, you know, I put a lot of clothes on myself. I even put a mask. So no wind, no weather. But if I don't have my music on, I'm going back to home. You know, I'm not trying to... <laughs> 100%, I'm not going through all this without my music. Right, so, right. But there is nothing that can stop. So music, it's important. Just what kind of music. Yep. Yeah, well... For me. Milana, I I'm so glad we found each other because this is all like you, you. you. This like you know it's always it's fun for me because I always say this to my business partner. It's fun for me because I get to do the podcast and I get to meet epic people like you, and um you. and I think this is just the beginning of our conversation. To be you know like we will continue talking um, more and more. And I, I I definitely, when you get your thesis done, I want to see it, even though, will it be in... Thank you. All the people say me No, I mean, I, because it, it fits into what we're talking about in like this whole relationship. And so it, it's it's cool for me to like see it. So um, I will email you um, some like promo stuff. There'll be like a couple pictures and a couple videos that I'll pop out. And then the, the podcast I believe is out in just a couple weeks and I'll let you know when it comes out and all that stuff. Nice. Thank you. So, I'm really and spread the word spread. And if you know anybody else that would be good for this, you know, connect me, you're going to be the last, you're the last episode of this season. And so really? yeah, season cool. eight, season eight won't start until like February maybe, but this will, this will so come this out. Is season this is season seven. This is season seven. Yep. Okay, the episode number. What's the episode number? What's what? Uh, is this like there is oh a episode number? is sixteen? Yes, it'll be sixteen. Yep. Six. Okay, I'm into numbers. Too, yep. so. <laughs> seven one six. Seven one six. Yeah. Okay. And like, oh uh, yeah, of course, I will spread the word, and we can catch up more. Definitely, yep. it was lovely, lovely talking to you. No, it was and a, a, awesome. Podcast. Yeah, kind of the this of this kind, by the way. No, I, I'm. I, it's funny to hear. It's cool to hear that story that you were somebody else found this and sent it to you. Like to me, that's like my best friend. Cool. Just yeah, like a few days great. prior, like you said, I think that I think that that it, it was meant to be. So it was meant to be. So let's see what is what is next yep. for sure. Yes. Okay. Well, I'll okay. send this stuff out to you soon. Um, have a great rest of the week. I'm so happy we met and I look forward to talking more. So thank you so much. Me too. Okay. Thank uh, you. Au revoir. <laughs> <laughs> au revoir. And have have an amazing day. It's yep. like 11, 12 it's, o'clock. Yep. Just 11, 15. I got to go teach later today. Last week okay. of school. Last week of school. So. Oh yeah. Well, have a nice, have an amazing week of school. <laughs> I finished okay. with that. There you go. Hey, that's good. I can't say that yet. Almost done. Almost. Okay. 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 Awesome. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
that was absolutely a blast. I know I've mentioned it before, but really I feel lucky to meet such amazing people and have these conversations. Uh, Milana is just uh, so fascinating to me. She is so grounded, um, has an incredible energy and focus. Really excited to see where she goes in the next few years. Again, make sure to follow Milana on Instagram at M-I-L-A-N-A underscore B-J-E-L-O-G-R-L-I-C and definitely keep an eye out for her in the kickboxing world. Do not forget to check out the other podcasts on the Abstract Athlete Network, the Abstract Doctors Podcast, and the Abstract Veterans Podcast. And remember to stop by theabstractathlete.com for information and news. And also go check out Begin Again Toys for our new product line. Again, this is our last episode of Season 7, so we will see you soon with an incredible Season 8. Thanks for listening to the abstract athlete podcast and as always do not forget to exercise the body and do not forget to exercise the mind stay well out there